it's Sally Kirkman and Christina, and we're here to talk to you again about the month ahead. Um, we've come to Kew Gardens today, beautiful Kew, it's a nice day. We were going to record there, but actually we're sitting in a car, <laughs> hoping that a traffic warden isn't going to come, because Christina couldn't park. I'm going so... round and round and round <laughs> and round. <laughs> Hours. Okay. An hour. It was 45 minutes, though. Don't come to Kew Gardens in August yeah. on a sunny day Yeah, it's, it was, with a car. It was very busy. I got, I got the train and I took lots of pictures of Chihuly art, which we will be talking about a little bit more when we look at Virgos. Um, so, yeah, so here we go. Let's hope the traffic warden doesn't come in. Yeah, what are we, are we going to do retrodiction or are we going to do first? Yeah, retrodiction. How's the month been? Well, as we know, as as predicted, this this is the past month, the sort of Leo month that we're just leaving. It's been, you know, very full on for me, and I have to say that uh, the most important thing that's happened is, as you know, Sally, my mother-in-law died on. Well, last Thursday on the on the full moon, in fact, mm. the full moon which was making a perfect trine to her Gemini sun, um, and that was very much expected. I thought that it would happen uh, because I thought it would happen as soon as Jupiter went direct, which it did. Jupiter went direct a few days before, and then there was the full moon because uh, she she died of cancer. And cancer is connected to, is something that grows. So I thought that the Jupiter would release that. And as we know, that Jupiter is connected to death because it's a great release. Mm. Um, and it's an expansion outward. So that has, frankly, been taking up all my time and yeah. you know, funerals and all of that. Mm. Uh, which has been, and there's been a massive emotional release for the whole family because there's been a lot of stress leading up to this for several years mm. May I say so? It's been incredibly, uh, an incredible relief in a way. Yep. She's a wonderful woman. I'm not saying a relief as in, you know, in that way, but a relief from the illness. Yeah, relief from pain. Yeah. As well. mm. So that's been, and I think I do connect that with the Jupiter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you're, you're kind of that's all still kind oh, of very it's, present in a way, it's isn't it? I mean, very present. We, we just had the funeral. Uh, on Sunday yeah. and today is Wednesday so yeah. I'm feeling quite tired actually I'm yes. thinking oh my god this can I can I carry on mm. anyway but you can I can you anyway. on the other hand have had a completely different and lovely oh, yes I've had a great time on the whole actually <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been you know I've been having some summer fun I had my nieces to stay we had a big family get together and in true British style, we went to the open-air cinema and watched The Greatest Showman in the Rain, and we sat there in Packamax <laughs> having a great giggle about it. I had one of my best friends come to stay, and that was fantastic. So it felt, I was very aware of this far sign energy, you know, and, and mm. my sister's Aaliyah, it was her birthday, that's why we got together. So there's been a lot of fun and laughter, actually, for me. Mm. Um, I mean, other things that have gone on, I've been doing little videos, three-minute videos, since the beginning of August, which is the first time I've done video, which again I think is very Leo. It's taking center stage, it's being performing in a way, um, and being, you know, being out there a bit, which is that Leo vibe. So that too kind of fits for me that the week that's gone. 
And then the one other thing I wanted to mention, which was to do with Jupiter, because Jupiter was so strong last month, um, is that my daughter was traveling for three weeks. She was interrailing around Europe. So I was just, you know, living vicariously through her and following her through where she was staying and reminiscing about my time interrailing many years ago. So, so yeah, I've been very much in this kind of um, Jupiter far sign vibe. That's what's been going on for me. Yeah. Everything is moving forward again, isn't it? Yes. Even, yes. even illness was moving forward yeah. and coming to some kind of conclusion. Mm. Uh, but now we're in Virgo month, and we have got a really good, some good stuff coming up, haven't we? Yes, we have a lot of. I mean, it's it's a, incredible actually how it's a real shift from fire, mm. motivation, spontaneity, fun to Earth. We're mm. entering, you know, the the Earth sign. Well, probably the most Earth sign month of the year, I think, mm. coming up, um, with the Sun's moving to Virgo and a whole host of other planets being in Virgo. What do you think about Virgos, Sally? Well, Christina, <laughs> um, I, I they're think... not all librarians. Let's just get that out there now. Do you know it's a f- Virgo is a sign that there seem to be so many myths about. But I do. You know, I was thinking about that because we just mentioned. That. Sorry to interrupt, no, okay. but I just had an idea. I had a thought. Oh, go on then. <laughs> which is Virgo is one of the most mis- misrepresented signs, right? Mm. I, I think mm. as this sort of prissy, you know, whatever. Prim. Prim, prissy, proper, proper person. That's yeah. the P's there. Yeah. Um, and I think it's projection. Okay. And I think it's to do with being opposite Pisces. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that that's partly why this is a sign that gets all this mythology piled onto it, which is completely mm. not really necessarily that true. Mm. Um, you know, if you think of famous Virgos, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. Amy Winehouse, hmm? mm. you know, these are not women who are prissy. No. Au contraire. Au contraire, absolutely. Yeah, I know, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. And, I, you know, I just had actually, I had two Virgo clients quite recently. Mm. Both of them incredibly sensual. Yeah. You know, incredibly sensual. One a masseur, the other a sculptor. Mm. And, you know, it, they just weren't, you know, there was nothing dry or crisp or... Yeah any of these myths around Virgo about these lovely clients of mine, they were both, you know, they're sensual, full on deep, which is, you know, which is the earth sign. Mm. I mean, Virgo is an earth sign. So it does bring all this tactile Mm. passion, sensuality. I had a Virgo boyfriend once. Did you? No. He was very, he had very good technique. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I'm glad to hear. Yes, he did. Good technique. I had um I had a Virgo landlord once. Oh, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> who actually was a delight. He was a he was a jazz musician, so you know yeah. he had that um, great timing mm-hmm. in his jazz. Um, but he did he did get rather he was a bit of a could be a bit of a hypochondriac, and he did have this thing about things needing to be labelled in the fridge, <laughs> which I did think was quite funny. It's That's very Virgo. That's my milk. Or you had to draw a line so no one used you. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, we so. were talking about Virgo timing, though, actually, weren't we? Because mm. the Virgo comedians, I mean, like you were saying, Bill Murray, who is fantastic. Oh, and, of him. course, the whole thing about Bill Murray is that he's got perfect timing, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, um, And uh, who else? Melissa McCarthy, yeah, who's really funny. great. I yeah. mean, really great uh, comedian actress as well. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, so they're, they're funny as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that's down to that timing, timing and that dryness. Timing actually. and, yeah, earthy. That is, when people yeah. are earthy, all the earth signs have mm. a good sense of humour, I think. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's great. And and then we've got the writers, obviously. Mm. You know, it is the sign linked to writing. Great writers, very prolific. Agatha Christie, Stephen King, Tolstoy. Prolific and popular, may yes. I say. Yes. And successful. Yes. You know? So actually having the common touch somewhat with, mm. you know, you would never describe Agatha Christie as a great writer, would you? You're prolific, yes. Yeah. Um, or having much, it's just that she can do it. She's got the te- the technique. Yeah, and still, you know, Again. people still watch her on TV, yeah. on stage. I mean, mm. it's just, you know, it's what people want. Mm. It's what the people want. So, shall we start having a look at what's going on this month, Christina? This Virgo yeah. month yeah. coming up, Virgo which is month is good. Actually, it's good for Virgos, right? Because we've, they've got this um, conjunction of Venus and Mars coming up. Ah, yes, which this is, is very romantic. Yes, this is one of the nicest things coming up on August the twenty fourth. Mm. The only time this year that the lovers of the heavens unite in Virgo. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get it again in Virgo for a long time either. Do you not? No, I think I checked. It's, you know, maybe decades. Because it doesn't, you know, moves around the signs. And it's been in Virgo a few times, that conjunction, of late. But that's it. So what's our advice to Virgo? Get married. (laughs) Make the most of it. Make the most of it. Go on a date. Go on a date. Ask someone out. Yeah. And if you're not that way inclined, don't. But do something that is passionate. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, Venus, Mars, and Virgo, you could be writing beautiful love poetry. Yeah. You could be journaling about past lovers, yeah, something or or you know pursue a passion, a physical passion. Yes. Yeah, uh, that the you know we can become, uh, and your passion may not be for another person. It mm. may be for something that you do. Because mm. um, Mars is very kind of active, isn't it? It is. Um, but I think what's really, really, really interesting about this particular conjunction is that it makes a fantastic trine to Uranus and Taurus. So, basically, we've got this beautiful conjunction of the lovers in that one earth sign then we've got uranus in another earth sign taurus taurus making eyes at that earth sign and mm-hmm. then the lovers will actually trine saturn and pluto later on in the month yeah in the third earth sign capricorn yeah so there's a beautiful kind of grand earth trine being made over this month yeah um which is good for all the earth signs for good for capricorn good for taurus and uh good for Virgo especially it is and it's you know Uranus is it kind of taps into the theme of having Mars in Virgo as well doesn't mm-hmm. it because it's about initiating it's about the trigger it's about looking out for those opportunities things that come in unexpectedly it's like the good surprises in a way yeah and then doing something with that that you can then move forward long term with Saturn or you can um, build you can create you can make solid Mm. It's a real potential for excitement, actually, for mm. all the Earth signs for most of the months, but starting really soon, actually. Yeah, really... now. I mean, I would yeah. be expecting stuff to be happening now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, the, and, and then around the new, the, sorry, is that, the yeah, new the moon? new moon, yeah. Yes, the new moon's Already. on August the 30th, and it, it's similar themes in a way, isn't mm. it? Because it's the sun in Virgo trying to Uranus in Taurus mm. on the on the exact day. So again, there's this um, real initiating mm. planetary energy, kind of making things happen and fast. Yeah, I mean, I would think, you know, for Taurians, 
for example, I think I would think you know making a baby would be a thing. You know, it's the it's the creative seed that's being planted at this, a, mm-hmm. at this new moon. Making a baby, or it could be a creative project. It could be yeah. a masterpiece. The I other, think it's a real other, good time to yeah. get creative and crafty as well for the Earth signs, Taurus and Virgo in particular. Yeah. The other sign strongly affected by this is obviously Pisces, the opposite sign to Virgo. Because mm-hmm. um, this is all in your relationship sector when we're talking about the Mars-Venus conjunction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the lovers in your relation, you know, in the lovers. So, you you know, if you haven't, if you're with someone, then this is the time to invest spending time with them and if you're looking for love it really is that uranus that um you know the trine from uranus is is a real kind of love at first sight thing it's a coup de foudre it's it's lightning strikes and it's a good time for online data oh, absolutely. if you've ever considered you know doing that do it now because uranus rules technology all things modern um also just to sort of add to that i think also as well Pisces relationships this is about renewal Mm. it's about you know bringing something fresh and new to the relationship as well Mm. doing things differently saying those things you keep thinking about but you haven't said yet and you know something you'd like to try even Mm. it's quite sexy it is sexy try a new position yes in the bedroom (laughs) (laughs) that's the advice for Pisces or maybe go out somewhere different yeah (laughs) well Um, yeah Uh, yes Having brought the thing, the conversation down to a really low level now, let's let's raise it up a bit. <laughs> um, so, where where are we going here? We we're moving into the beginning of September and all these lovely conjunctions and yeah, because it's it's really dynamic energy right at the start of September. The inner planets are all working together. In particular, the Sun, Mars, and Mercury. They make three conjunctions. On the second, the third, and the fourth, and this is all on the back of this new moon. Mm. So, I mean, it's just you know, it's energy to be harnessed in a way. There's a lot of potential there for walking your talk, um, for getting yourself noticed. I mean, who do we like this for? For um, Sagittarius, it's in their career. Yeah, no, I think it's really Sector. important for Sagittarius, and I think that this is about getting the details right actually because yeah. we're in Virgo so this is um you know for and you may be lucky I would say Sagittarians right mm-hmm. because you've got Jupiter in your sign you've got all this energy in Virgo this is about getting career luck so it's really important for you to go to the conference to do the thing that gets you noticed mm. um and to you know not this is not the time to hide your light under a bushel and the other thing I would say to Sagittarians is don't forget that Jupiter is only in your sign until December, right? Not yes. coming back for 12 years. This is yes. a big, big month of opportunity for you. Yeah. It's the beginning of the um, teaching year, so many Sagittarians are teachers of some kind, It's or if you're in hospitality or whatever. Um, but it's time to promote yourself, promote your product, to take that trip, do that journey that's, that will help your career. And also, I think it's a great time to drop a business plan. Yeah. You know, Virgo likes to nail the details, likes to be organized, likes to get the schedule organized. Mm. I mean, do that yourself or find someone who can do it for you. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really, really strong, powerful energy at the beginning of September. For Gemini, it's in the home and family sector. Mm. So, you know, if you're thinking about selling or buying, mm. excellent time to 
you know, look at your options, get things moving, find the right estate agent. Do it. Just do it. Yeah. Or sort things out yeah. at home, you know, renovate, DIY, redesign. Mm. Um, brilliant time to really get things moving. And actually just get ready for school as well. You know, <laughs> get your place, get your house organized. Um, but it also looks like you might be spending a lot of time at home or with the family mm. in, in September through Gemini they're going to be taking up a lot of your attention yeah it's about prioritizing family isn't it Mm. um yeah I think and I think you need to you need to there also might you know there could easily be a big um, family get together Mm. during this period maybe organizing something special um you know whether you're meeting up for a holiday or an anniversary or wedding big event again a really good time to sort of initiate that and get things moving Mm. So, um, and what else is going on? Well, I'm just thinking about who, you know, the, I'm looking also at the full moon, which is coming mm. up. And when is that? The 14th? It's the 14th of September. Yes. Mm. There's a full moon in Pisces. Really interesting full moon, this one yeah. actually, isn't it? It's quite complex, I think. Yeah. Because on the same day and therefore conjunct it, there's a Mars-Neptune opposition. Mars in Virgo opposite Neptune in Pisces. So, feels very emotional to me mm. that a really kind of you know diving mm. in deep into something diving in deep to emotions um yeah i think i think on the sort of mundane level that's a slightly worrying full moon mm-hmm. it looks slightly sanguinary or you know it's slightly troublesome to me on a personal level not so much you know um think that it's you know the full that full moon it's in a water sign so it's obviously it's a useful one for cancers and scorpios um because it makes it's making a nice um yeah. aspect to those two signs that um yeah full moon and also it's made because it's making the conjunction to neptune it's like a, a super powered emotional full moon so yeah. for both of those signs i would suggest it's quite a good time to have those emotional conversations and maybe say some things that needed to be said Mm. also i just think i think it's about um i think for the all three water signs actually it's a very reflective yeah you know both the moon and neptune acts as mirrors in a way so it's a really good time for reflection for dreams for tapping into kind of your imagination um whether spiritual aspects yeah it's, you know what, um, one of the things that I'm, um, you know, I've, I've had these funerals. Mm. Uh, I'm about to do, have a wedding. Which oh, is, okay, nice. Which is on this day. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually going to be the celebrant. I'm the person who's doing that, the, the thing, which oh, I've never lovely. done before. How lovely. Um, so I'm now looking at this chart and having a little think about it and thinking, wow, it's quite a powerful spiritual chart as well. It is. Um, and also, there's another thing I want to say with it, is that I think it's a really important full moon to trust your intuition. Mm. Because always when there are these oppositions to Neptune, which are quite powerful this month, there is the danger of being kind of led astray a little yeah. bit, or seduction, or betrayal, or getting you know diverted off track, not in a good way. Mm. So I think it's a really important full moon to trust your intuition. I mean, for Scorpios, this might be around your child or grandchild or children. Mm. 
and if you're a cancer then it might be about um you know somewhere you want to travel or, or a course you want to study just double check things with virgo so strong this month i think it's a really good time to um be checking out the facts of things double check everything um, as well it's kind of like you need both don't you you need yeah. the intuition and you need the sort of fact finding mm. sense of what's going on mm. yeah I, i'm i uh i think it's interesting when mars is in virgo anyway you know because that's about critique isn't it it's about criticism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's about finding fault in things but that's an important thing to do when mm. you're trying to problem solve because mm. virgo is one of the problem solving um mm signs you know it's a sign that's attracted to chaos and trouble because Mm. they want to fix things yeah um and i think with mars there there's this possibility for fixing things but when mars runs into that neptune it's confusing Mm. you know so it's like running it's like somebody running straight into a fog yeah without looking where you're going yeah um so i think that you're right and also what's the other interesting thing about this full moon is it does square to jupiter in yes sagittarius so again and that also that's coming up isn't it yes we've got the final jupiter neptune square of 2019 taking place on september the 21st and you can probably feel it for certainly most of september because the yeah, inner planets definitely. are triggering the jupiter neptune um, it took place, I think, in January 1st and then in April, and this is the final connection of these two. A really powerful square because both planets are in the signs mm. of rulership. Jupiter in Sagittarius, the traveler, explorer, philosopher. Neptune in Pisces, the dreamer. And also, the, I would say this is about exaggeration. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a potential for things to become very exaggerated and extreme and over the top. Yeah. So you, I'm not saying rein it in, but, you know... Uh, be aware that other people may be exaggerating. You know, there's this sense of extremism with this square, I think. Mm. Um, And then that's also triggered by the full moon fitting right into it, you know? Mm. So it's possible that some things will happen, seems to me. I'm I'm thinking that the, about that Neptune, the Neptune-Jupiter relationship is a very interesting one anyway. And I'm just thinking that a few Septembers ago when Jupiter was in Virgo and was opposite to that Neptune, yeah. that's when we had all those refugees coming across the border. Yeah. And it was about the breach of this, of boundaries. And I feel that this is, again, about a breach of boundaries coming up. I, I, you know, and that, again, that may be sort of more macro, but it, it, can, it's a, it may have a strong effect on certain signs, I would well, and also I think for Aries, actually. Yeah. Because Sagittarius is in your ninth house. So, you know, this might be a, be around around being something like religious intolerance mm. or ideologies up against ideologies or beliefs that challenge something in you. Mm. Um, I, I do think, you know, this Jupiter-Neptune square in general is, is about what we believe. It's about beliefs. Mm. It's about your religion. Um and 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 you know if that's about breaching boundaries then it's quite a tricky sim- symbolism isn't it yeah i think it is tricky and i think that people can go to extremes i think mm. you're right to mention the extremism mm. um the and i think that air you know you're saying it's important for aries that is important because in fact aries is right involved with that full moon mm. 
because it's you know ruled, it's ruled Mars. by Mars. Mm. Yeah, so um, I would be careful if I were an Aries about what I said this month, mm. because your words are pack a punch. Yeah, and, or wrote. and dear Aries, you can be very spontaneous and impulsive yeah. and leap in. Having an Aries ascendant, I yeah. know all about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Be careful about what you, what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah, and what you write down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Think twice before you send it off or post it to the media. Yeah. Especially um, after the, you know, especially into September. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's happening just at that point is also that Venus and... Mercury are going hand in hand. They make this conjunction at the end of Virgo, and then the next day they step into Libra yep. together, which is quite kind of nice. That's about so that's some kind of attempt at conversation and harmony. And Librans may find themselves, you know, uh, having to act as peacemaker yet again. I think. Well, yeah, and making new friends. Yeah, true. It's making new friends. It's a. I I always think Mercury and Venus together. It's you know, winning people over, it's being social, it's mm. being charming. Um, widening your social circle with Mercury and Venus. Yeah. I think of one Libra who will need to be making new friends. Oh, should be making <laughs> new friends. New stage in life, all those, all those Libras going off to university or new beginnings, mm. it's time for good time for making friends. Um, and also it looks like you'll, you. this is such a strong entry of venus and mercury into libra that it's new friends you know this is going to be a new could well be a new circle of friends for Librans. Mm, mm. I, I love that the, it, I, it, I do think of that hand in hand there's something hand in hand it's finding your allies isn't it um this combination as well um and for aquarius as well another maybe all mm. the air signs this will be nice for aquarius gemini Libra, it's finding your allies. It's mm. finding who you connect with. It's finding people of like minds. Um, you know, for Aquarians, with your humanitarian side, this might be um, joining together in a cause or finding a new group mm. of people, something you believe in strongly. It's mm. lovely. I, li- I like this, the Libra energy moving forwards. Mm. So... We haven't really talked about Leo this month at all, have we? It's because they they've had such a blast in um this past month the leo month mm. but the lion may be kind of having to lie down have a little bit of a rest now i think well and sort out their finances yes. actually <laughs> All right. maybe you know sort out what you've been spending if you've been but, having too good a time yeah but you working know out your budget that's another thing is you can you can fight your you know with mars at where the Mars placement this month is fantastic for Leo to sort out finances yes. because you're going to be able to spot the problems in a more effective way than you than usual. You yep. know, yeah, yeah. You've got a lot of energy on your side in terms of finances, and mm. also asking for more money. Yeah, and getting things sorted out so that Neptune doesn't cause any trouble. Actually, you the know, Neptune ne- is a problem, isn't it? It is a problem, and you know, with Neptune, you don't want to let things slip or slide wherever it is for you in your astrology you know it is about finding that opposite finding that virgo ability to get on top of things to you know be organized so don't you know don't think let things slip and slide yeah and i must say that for leo's it's obviously obviously but one of the things it could be about is debt you know not letting your debts balloon out of control yeah and this actually now thinking about the Jupiter square to that, mm. the Jupiter is 
in for Leo's, it's in your house of, of children, also gambling and being rather reckless. Yes. So you, I don't know how you what you've been doing this year, but you may have found that you've had to maybe spend a lot of money on your kids, mm-hmm. or that you've um, taken to betting on the horses, perhaps, um, or something like that. Yeah, and maybe and rain it in. <laughs> rain it in, man. That's mm. what this month is for. Yeah. And you've got the chance to yeah. rain it in now. Yeah, it's a little bit of a reality check. If, yeah. You know, again, if things have been getting out of control. There's a reality check going on. And that's what Virgo is so brilliant for, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the ability to kind of get, come back down to reality. Let, you know, down-to-earth common sense kick in. What's interesting about that, Neptune? Sorry, I'm going back to it again. I'm just interested because you said something just then about how where it is in your chart is really important, mm-hmm. uh, which is true, of course. Uh, and I was just thinking that for, you know... It, it's a useful exercise to look at where it's falling in your chart by, you know, sun sign. So, you know, say for Capricorns, it's falling in that house of communications and, and, and siblings, mm. right? So mm. you might want to ask yourself with that, and this is to do with the square as well. You, again, as another sign, I would say, be careful what you say, mm. you know, especially around that full moon, mm. because you may just say too much, mm. You know, it may you may let out secrets that you actually wanted to keep. Yes, and isn't that interesting? Because that coincides very much with Saturn turning direction yep. on September the 18th. Saturn turns direct in Capricorn, 14 degrees Capricorn. Um, so again, that feels like things that are hidden may be coming out. Mm. Um, so Saturn turning direct is really important mm. yeah. for, for uh, Capricorns, of course. But for everyone, in terms of you know, Saturn and Capricorn, is has been quite serious. Um, it's had a serious effect on government and stuff around the world. Yes. Who's, who's running things? Um, and we may have experienced a feeling of some lull or things not necessarily moving forward that much in terms of what the government is doing. And they may suddenly start to clamp down I'm just thinking about places like Hong Kong where, you know, there's been demonstrations for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks now mm-hmm. uh, with some government mm. crack, crackdown, but not really. But once this Saturn starts to move direct, mm. I would be looking at that. Mm. Saturn's getting serious, isn't it? Yeah. It's authorities kicking in. And it's it's going to do it now, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a big end to this month, actually. Yeah. Really big end with the full moon, Saturn turning direct, the Jupiter-Neptune square. It's a bit mm. of a whoosh yeah. of energy. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the, to to go with that energy, you need to... And it's interesting also that, they, that we're thinking the Jupiter-Neptune is about loss of boundaries and Saturn is all about making boundaries. Um, so there's going to be some challenge going on challenge but also i I think this backs up why earth sign energy is so important it's kind of get your life sorted get things organized you know the things that have been out of control there is a real opportunity Mm. this week to put new boundaries in place to you know put new foundations Mm. in place to create something to build on moving forwards and i think you should be doing that from the beginning of this month you know this period that we're talking about as soon as the sun gets into virgo you need to start getting organized yes 
because later, you know, you'll thank yourself later on that yep. you started immediately. Yep. And that just applies to everybody. Yes. So what are we going to do, Christina? Are we going to... <laughs> I don't know. I'm exhausted again. Just thinking are we gonna... about it. Right. I want to rush home now and make a plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've managed to give myself a headache thinking about this. Oh, my God. Organized. Are you kidding me? I'm Pisces. Don't well, make me do that. Well, on a final note, I'll tell you what we're going to go and do. We're going to go back into Kew Gardens and we're going to go and look at Chihuly's work. Because also, and I never mentioned this earlier, I discovered on the way over here, of course, we're meant to be in Kew. Christine and I always have these beautiful synchronicities. Jehuli, it turns out, is not only a sun Virgo, craftsperson, artist, sculpture, he sculpts in glass, um, but he has the sun exactly conjunct Neptune. Oh. So he has those the opposite, the opposition of Virgo and Pisces beautifully brought together. I mean, yeah. that really is a classic symbol for an artist. And I'll be putting some of the pictures and of his work on, on the blog artist and craftsman yeah and his work is called reflections in nature how beautiful for neptune the virgo yeah. sun virgo or reflections pisces yes nature virgo, virgo. it's gorgeous. beautiful gorgeous. very very simple so we'll go and do that and hopefully your headache will disappear oh yeah one last thing we're doing that uh webinar thing oh yes we're doing the webinar thing on the 15th please uh, join us please join us It'll we're talking, be fun. We're talking about all things love. We're going to look at how astrology can bring real insight and knowledge and wisdom to you when it comes to love. So, yay. See you then. See you later. Bye. Take care.